If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. ESPN 690 and Action Sports Jacks presents Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau. We're going to have to show a little more patience than the year two pom-pom people. Casey Kurtz. Yo! Well, what are we doing, bro? Come on! And Aaron Schachter. I'm, I'm all in favor of these two showing their love and really celebrating their relationship. This is Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, and Aaron Schachter on Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio, ESPN 690. What's happening from String Sports Brewery? Wrestling with the bear guys here. Uh, <laughs> got a little breeze. And had to fix Casey and uh, Brian Middleton's just hit the deck. That's what basically just happened. With our ESPN 690 banner. Sorry, man. You sound so sad about it. <laughs> I feel like you just upgraded your visuals over there with that thing. No, just kidding. Like, you should have just, like, I don't know how much you could see on the video before we came up on the video, but I was like, it was like putting on a fire over here. <laughs> the banner's falling on my head. And I'm like, things are bending. I think I might have just broke something. Who knows? That's what happens when you get set up for the show. Uh, live from Spring Sports Brewery here on a Thursday is what we do as Jaguars All Access will be tonight. And uh, how about Foyer Lewican? He'll be here. Talk about Calvin Ridley a little bit, former teammate with the Atlanta Falcons. And Josh Allen, of course, here as well. He did not get traded, so maybe we'll ask him a little bit about that. Jaguars All Access ahead of the Raiders game here on a Thursday from Spring Sports Brewery in Springfield. Brent Martineau, Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz as well. And uh, we'll have Jordan DeLugo with us at 4 o'clock. Ducky Betts, I think, joining us at 4. True. And we'll talk more about our turkey bowl and giveaway uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll get some information on what's going on there as well. Hope you can participate on ESPN690.com for all the information. TIAA Bank is no longer going to be TIAA Bank. I was in some meetings today. You guys texted me. It took me an hour and a half to return your text. That was fun. I thought you were uh, dead. Casey was legitimately concerned about you. Were your worried. He yeah. was worried. So, like, and, then, and then he said, oh, damn, he's not dead. So, so no cap, bro. I went back to your tweets. I went back to your like tweets just to see what was going on. I even went to Kaylee's tweets to see if she had liked something that was like, rest in peace, dad. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> it's funny, though. Like, if uh, if Stuart tweeted that and she liked it instead of doing her own, like, she can't even be bothered to say rest yeah. in peace, dad. She's got to like somebody else. So I was just double-checking, but it uh, turns out you're, you're still with us. Yes, I am. We were trying uh, to wrestle with if we should have canceled the show or not. Yeah, I, uh, I suggested maybe we don't do the show if you pass out. I would have done it. Well, uh, nah, what the hell, man? Do it. If this ever comes up again, just do the show. So you just only to live confirm, once. if you die, you want us to keep going. I would like you to, yeah. Don't even cry or anything. Well, we're, not going, would, we're not going to cry. I mean, don't, don't worry about I'll that. I'll take much. it as an opportunity to take the day off and go hang with my kids. But Casey. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Brent, I would, do, I would have to pass as well. <laughs> Uh, I think the show would just be dead at that point. I don't know if we'd ever come back. Make it a holiday. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You can do it. Just have some guests on, whatever. You know, at least do one more show. The And Friends show. <laughs> We've done that before. Because we don't have Brent anymore. <laughs> uh, just, just put like a, um, like a years established type thing around the title of the show. All right. You can do it that way. Good. But no, we're here. We're in good health. We feel pretty good. 
uh, just had some meetings in TIAA Bank. So what's the latest? I guess what I'm getting at, what's the – they're selling. Again, so Everbank sold to TIAA Bank. So that's how TIAA Bank got on. And now TIAA Bank is selling. And so will it just be whoever buys them, or could it be somebody totally different? I don't think anyone's tipping the cap. They're just saying that the name will be announced some point soon. But TIA Bank is selling, yeah. Like the bank. The bank actually is selling. Yeah, it actually, like the stadium's just involved because it's named TIA Bank. But like, and, and the it's bank not like, selling. and they're not selling it to another huge bank. They're selling it to a group of investment funds. Oh, so it won't be like Bank of America. I don't think so. And TIA. TIA Bank is more like, don't they work in, like, the teacher's retirement system and stuff like that? Is that what they do? Like, isn't that where the, a lot of their stuff is? You're yeah, looking, you're looking for a cosign or are you looking for the right answer? <laughs> we'll do the I'm, cosign. Yeah, I think I, cosign. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they do, but I don't know if that's the right Me answer. Me too. I feel pretty good about Me that. Me too. I'm pretty sure. And, uh, but I like the bank. Do you guys like saying the bank? Yeah, that's a cool nickname, right? Like, there are very few stadiums with nicknames, but the ones that have them are pretty cool. And now you've got to get rid of, do we still do lock down the bank at the bank? Oh, uh, yeah. On we the gotta, video boards? we got to think of a whole new thing now, depending on what the name is. I think it's just easier to stay a bank. Like what banks are in business for a stadium? We call it investment fund stadium. Yeah, yeah because that's the thing. Like it's, I mean, these things, like we're, we have a uh, uh, private investment group that like has bought us, right? Our radio and TVs. Yeah. And it's like Apollo. It's not like a media group. Well, then they named their media group Terrier Media. Okay. All I can enough. do is co-sign once again. Fair enough. So what should be the name of the stadium is the theme of the show today. Oh. But I will say this. I'm kind of glad that they're selling it. Really? Yes. Because you know what the hardest thing to do in our line of work is say, Welcome to Countdown to Kickoff, live from TIAA Bank. I mean, it just does not roll off the tongue, people. Like, I have a bit of a speech impediment to begin with because I'm from Rhode Island. And now they want us to be like, yeah, TIAA. Like, sometimes it comes out TIAA. TIAA. Yeah, you can't really rush through it. Like, it comes out all different things. I'm concentrated so much on TIAA that I forget if Fielder Stadium sometimes. I'm telling you, I applaud the move. See, Thank you. You say that Thank now, you. and then they're going to come up with some name that's like 18 words. They're going to have to wrap it around the stadium because it's so big. You're going to be like, I miss TIAA Bank instead of calling it the digital health sports place, something like that. I, I, I don't think I'll miss it. I bet I'll be able to pronounce all the words, I hope. I'm, I'm telling you, that TIAA is no joke. That is tricky. It's a tricky thing for us. There are some worse ones that have been around. I don't know if any of these are still around because I'm not in these markets, but I'm looking at a list of some bad ones, and I'm like, maybe TIAA Bank Field wasn't the worst. It certainly is really hard to say quickly. It, it, that's the thing. It's, it's not a bad name. The name of the – it's just hard to say it in our world. How about, how about the KFC Yum Center? That's in Louisville. Yeah, it is. That's fine. It's fine. I can say that. Yum with an exclamation point. You have to go, yum, yum, <laughs> KFC, yum, center. We will make a nickname for it in some way, right? Although when it was ever banked, did we call it the bank a lot? I feel like when it got the TIAA is when we didn't want to say TIAA anymore. Right. That's why it went to the bank because yes. we were struggling saying TIAA. Right. 
That's 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 I think how it went down, if I'm not mistaken. And I I think uh, maybe we'll still stay the bank if we're lucky. That's and cool. Then we can just stay the bank. You know, take that check to the bank. You score a score a touchdown or something. Casey, do you know if Livingston uh, Football Club still has the Tony Macaroni Arena? Maybe. <laughs> huh? Tony Macaroni Arena. I've never heard of any of those things. Okay, just checking. But it sounds pretty dope. Just figured you're the football club guy. So. Can't help you there. You know what else uh, is interesting? I thought about this the other day. I was actually just talking about this when we were at TIAA Bank, and we were talking in our Florida Georgia specials, Georgia Florida specials, and then Countdown to Kickoff and other shows. And I said, I know it's a lot of money for these places to do it, but I actually think if you want brand awareness, it might be worth it. Do you know how many times in the last five years I've said TIAA Bank? Yes, but how many times has that led to you being a customer at TIAA Bank? Well, I am. They were in a special way back, and so I jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the return there. That's what I'm saying. Like, people go, oh, brand awareness. And I'm like, listen, man, if you're spending $50 million, $100 million on naming rights, Chances are you don't need brand awareness. You've got the brand awareness because you've got the capital. Yeah, I don't know. I I disagree with you there. Like, Everbank, first of all, probably did really well. But nobody knew who, what Everbank was. Well, they were a local bank, like, weren't they? Yeah, it was born in Jacksonville. So, like, if you wanted more national brand awareness, when it's on ESPN or when it's on NFL Network or whatever, yeah. well, then that's a great thing. TIAA Bank, like, I didn't really know much about TIAA Bank. I knew, like, Wells Fargo and you name the Bank of America is the big ones, but I didn't really know what it – I didn't. I never did banking with them, and I didn't even know it was, like, regular customer banking until they got on board. So, like, it opened my eyes to it. Of course, I had to say it all the time, and we are living it right here. But I think it's the same thing. Like, if you want national attention – then it's certainly not a bad idea. I mean, you say, seriously, local attention, everybody in town that's on a that's in front of a microphone says it a gazillion times. When you drive downtown, you see it everywhere. It was on a green sign today to get off the exit, TIAA Bank Field. It's on the outside building. They take an overhead shot of, uh, of Jacksonville. It's there. It's on a big-time college football broadcast. It's on the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. It's on if you're going to concerts, if you're going to – I mean – I actually think there's some really good value in it. Now, I don't know if the value's worth six million a year or five million a year or whatever, but it is actually one of those things that I feel like there's some bang for the buck. Thank you, Brent. In terms of getting your name up. Me and Aaron had this argument when we thought you were dead. We were trying to figure out what they should name the stadium and I suggested like a place like Fanatics. And Aaron was like, No. Yeah, I didn't think Fanatics would be a good fit. Why? There you go. Get him, Brent. <laughs> I think it makes too much sense. Yeah, I, th I think, first of all, to have a stadium when you sell all different kinds of sports merchandise didn't necessarily make sense for, like, a, an exact fit to me. But also, I, I don't know that they could afford a naming rights deal. You think they could? Fanatics? Yeah. I tried to tell oh them. Oh, my God. I tried to tell them. I mean, these aren't $50 million deals. These are, like, $100, $200 million deals, aren't they? Nah, nah. Yeah, they usually sign, like, 10-year deals on these things. Yeah, they, and then never follow through with it because they sell i mean this one so, ran, runs out in 24 so it almost made it yeah so it was a 10-year deal for how much five million a year so it's 50 million dollar deal i thought it was more you're telling me over okay. you're telling me fanatics can't do a five million dollar a year deal absolutely they can like i get but, it with banks because they're flush with capital 
Fanatics is like a monopoly, isn't it? And the and the thing about Fanatics is it was started here in Jacksonville. Is that what you're getting at, Casey? That's what he was basically saying, yeah, because okay, they're a but, Jacksonville company. But now it's like the Philadelphia guy owns it, right? The guy that owns all the sports teams in Philadelphia? Is that the case? Not all but some. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they sold it to the guy in Philly. I forget his name. The founder was Michael Rubin. The owner, still listed as Michael Rubin. The CEO, Doug Mack. Still has. The founder is Rubin? That's what it says. Founder, Michael G. Rubin. Executive chairman. I thought the story on Fanatics is they were, like, born out of the Avenues Mall. Hmm. I'll look yeah, into double it. check that. Yeah, but I'll I'm look pretty sure. I thought it was. I thought Fanatics. Now maybe it was under a different. I don't think it was under a different name. Or was Ruben out of Jacksonville and then went up there and bought teams or something? Doesn't Ruben own one of the teams up there in Philly? He uh, partner for the 76ers uh, from 2011 go. and the Jersey Devils uh, NHL uh, from 2013 before selling ownership stakes in both in June 22. How bad is it that they're a National Hockey League team and you had to clarify? So the New Jersey Devils? Like, the New Jersey Devils hockey team. Who knows like, that oh, okay, here? cool. I Just mean, check it. Yeah, their national team. But to the point, whether Fanatics should or can do it or not, he actually got out of the sports franchise business, at least the ownership business. Okay. In but, uh, June of 22, so recently. But he's still the founder of Fanatics? I mean, he's still the owner of Fanatics? Yeah. The executive chairman. The CEO. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Delphonic just said uh, Fanatics is worth $27 billion, so I think they could get the stadium <laughs> yes, they if can. they wanted it. No doubt. Like, Fanatics could do it. I was surprised Fanatics isn't already on something. Right. We've got a, but, I've got a but, revenue listed as $3.4 billion. So the 27 may just be the total worth of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily how much cash on hand to make purchases. Well, but you yeah. know what? $3.4 billion is certainly a lot. Yeah. Uh, but can, to the you point. You can make a $5 million investment every year. The yeah. CEO says they got out of the ownership stake to focus on the expansion of Fanatics to get out of the sports game. But it's just a stadium. I got to just name it, you know? Fanatics is big in the card business, right, now? Uh, they actually bought the rights to everything. Like, they bought yeah. Panini and stuff, yeah. All right, okay, here we so go. So, Alan Traeger and Mitch Traeger is probably who you're talking about. The Traegers. That's, yes, I think they have a house, like, at Sawgrass Country Club. That was in 95. Oh, just give out the address, then. I didn't give out their address. Sawgrass Country Club's kind of big, and it's a gated community, so good luck. <laughs> the company they found was Football Fanatics in, in 1995. Then Michael Rubin comes in in 11 and then refounds Fanatics. Okay. So, yeah. So, he bought it from them. Yeah, merged with another company. And then renamed it, so he's technically the founder. Yeah, but, Fanatics, yeah. Mitchell & Ness, Wincraft, Top of the World, Majestic, Tops, Fans yeah, Edge. Yeah, they bought Tops. Yeah, yeah. Like Fanatic, football Fanatics, now Fanatics, is one of the great stories to come out of Jacksonville. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if the way I've been told the story, of course, I wasn't around in 95, I mean, this is straight out of, like, the Avenues Mall. They're in, like, a little shop in the Avenues Mall. And now they're going to name the stadium. And, well, I mean, they might name it after themselves. They probably got plenty of money after Ruben bought them out. True. <laughs> so, like, I was wondering if there is a local. Of course, you know, Web.com, did anybody know they were a local until did, yeah. we knew they were a local? I only I knew it because so. they're, they're, you know, we, we, you know, we run into these guys all over the street. Web.com? Yeah, Web.com was a local thing. They put their name, obviously, on the minor league tour, right? Now okay. the Corn Ferry yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah. But they were out of Jacksonville, and then they really? became worldwide. And then the Jacksonville guys, they have since sold it, I'm pretty sure, and made a mint. Look at right? Jacksonville. And, and so Fanatics was like that. Web.com was like that. Everbank's another one. Everbank. Firehouse was, Subs. Firehouse Seriously? Subs. 
Firehouse. Firehouse, man. Subs is from Jacksonville? Oh, well, now listen. On, they Casey. sold Firehouse, I think, last year or a couple of years ago. To a, one of the billion, yeah. a billion dollars. What are you arguing about? I didn't know they are from Jacksonville. Well, the I firefighters know. who founded it aren't from Jacksonville, but they were living here when they made Firehouse subs. I understand they could name it. I eat Firehouse once a week, dog. I'm down. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not mad at it. I just didn't know that they were... It was from here. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Firehouse in the name, right? They do have Smoothie King is on, like, the New Orleans. Yeah, Smoothie King is, uh, a, is basketball a Basketball arena, whatever the... The Pelicans, yeah. Smoothie King arena, I guess. I yeah. Assume. Um, but how about Firehouse Subs for uh, naming rights? Substated, Firehouse Substadium. Or Hook and Ladder Stadium? You name it after a menu item? You kidding me? Come on. Let's go. I'm what excited we, now. What are we locking down, though? Can't well, lock down the you, bank. What are we locking no, down? You're, act, lock you're down. actually locking down sub-period like place. Throw a cucumber on that sub, baby. That's what you say <laughs> when you throw a touch. It's, not it. <laughs> it's either superior or superb play. Every time you get Josh Allen sacking somebody, goes, spread that mayo, Josh. Come on. Firehouse House would be a good little local tie. One, I mean, what about Maple Street? It's another big company out of Jacksonville. Just got They've sold. They've since sold. Yeah. Butter the biscuits, baby. Butter the biscuits. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That Maple Street doesn't feel like it. Fits it doesn't. No. On the Florida Blue. Firehouse feels like it. Florida Blue. They could do it, right? Yeah. They're That's big enough. Not as fun. I mean, any of the uh, big medical buildings could probably do it. Now, Flagler Health has really become a big thing, right? So if they want to even put their name out there, especially in the Jacksonville area, mm -hmm. so they could do it. CSX. I don't feel like CSX could have probably gotten the game a long time ago if they wanted to, right? Yeah. Um, does does uh, CSX still make like a mint? Like, is that a still booming business or is that a business? Yeah, I don't know if like rail line transport I know it's still a good business. is a booming business, but I think they're making a ton of money. I'm glad you said what it was because I couldn't have told you. They like transport stuff, I think. <laughs> That's fine. They're like non-commuter rails. Somebody give Casey like a... Uh, history of Jacksonville. <laughs> he really yeah. does need to well, read up on the place where he lived. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that might be a good idea. Just, um, I like, I do, I like the Fanatics one. Here's a problem with the Fanatics one, in my opinion, Casey. Aaron's so it's, mad because it was my idea. No, they probably. I like this Fanatics, better now. Fanatics probably doesn't want to just pigeonhole themselves into one market. And if they own, like, if they put their naming rights on it, like, they want to be everything, right, across the globe. Mm -hmm. It so would I definitely if that prevents people from doing it. Like it's different if you're in the LA market, like crypto. What is, isn't that Staples? Crypto.com. Yeah. yeah. Now it's crypto. That makes sense. It's LA, right? I mean, you're gonna. That basically is global. Right. When you say LA. But it would sure, make more like, sense for fanatics if the CEOs were still from here. Right. Well, it would, but the roots carry some weight. I think the problem with now Ruben, he's a Philadelphia guy, so pro it wouldn't happen. Like fanatics ain't happen. He'd put his name, put the name on somewhere in Philadelphia. Well, we know it's not happening because it's an investment group. But companies who should buy it, we were throwing around Luby's Stadium. Would you go to Luby's Stadium? They'll add like 50 more bathrooms to that thing. Hey, give me some more. What else you got? Well, we threw around some names in, uh, in our chat earlier. I don't know if uh, these are businesses. <laughs> these are more names for the stadium. Uh, how about Shad Khan just puts Flexengate on there? <laughs> This all around the stage is a big bumper. <laughs> you can call the stadium the stash, no matter who buys it. The stash. I'm looking at some of it. The shot shack. The shot shack. It's a little bit, a little bit bigger than a shack. I'll, I'll just try to do alliteration. You know how radio likes to use letters? Yes, so, I know what you're saying. The uh, brown from downtown. That's not very nice. No, well, this I is how we feel, now. though. Uh, YB just put one in the chat that I think Justin suggested. Uh, the Maxwell House. 
Oh, why yeah. Swisher Sweets is another one of these companies here, by Swisher? the way. Swisher? Swisher's? Yeah. I don't, know how the NFL the feels about, I don't know how the NFL feels about having a smoking product as the name Probably of it, right? not, but they like money. But uh, YB, to Casey's point and YB's point, Maxwell House, we were talking about in our conversation. You could actually call the stadium the Maxwell House. And then you could only draft players with the first or last name of Maxwell. Play artists named Maxwell. Yeah. The R&B singer. How about uh, no Budweiser connection? Oh, yeah, Anheuser-Busch is here. Really? Yeah. That's like one of the places people go tour. I've never been. Wow. What about the Bacardi? Have you ever been to the Bacardi I'm tour? Glad, hey. No. I'm not sure we're educating anybody else in Jacksonville today. <laughs> we're, so we're sure we're as hell educating Casey. Learn Casey's <laughs> Listen, when I went to the Bacardi <laughs> tour, they told me it was like 90% of Bacardi's global inventory gets shipped out of this city. Do you, do you yeah. get free product on the tour? You do. Put well, it on I the did. board. I, did. I don't know if everyone does. Let's but go I make a field Are we busy tomorrow? Like, could we, could we go tomorrow? Not only do we, we get free merch, there? which, by the way, they oh. make Bacardi makes Grey Goose and all these other things. Really? But uh, we got to sample some not-yet-released flavors they were working on. Dude, we that was, gotta go. It was awesome. We gotta go. Well, we're here at String Sports Brewery. We gotta ask, like, Joe and Dean if Bonos could do it or something. Oh, Bonos. Part of the family here. Get the Bonos, Bonos bump. Not- I'm not sure what kind of dollars attached to Bono's. And then you get a sack of the opponent quarterback. You're like, shove him in the smoker. (laughs) (laughs) He's done. Okay. But really, this is all for naught, right? I mean, we're basically just looking at a name change after a sale goes through. Yeah, it's going to be some other Most likely. I wonder if a sale allows them to get out of the deal. You said this one's up in 2024? Yes, and and they're changing it definitely. Which, by the way, like 2024... That is a perfect time for the Jags, right? And they probably did it this way. Well, I'm not sure if they had. I don't know if they knew this back then when they did this deal. But 2024, that should set things up for a new stadium to have naming rights Mm -hmm. for like another 10 years. Yep. Or maybe even longer. But as we've seen, I mean, the naming rights do come and go. Maybe we should get away from the naming rights and just name the stadium something. Just the word something? Like, some, like something, something stadium? stadium? No, no. Oh. no like, so let's give it a nickname that sticks. You don't, that has nothing to do with the actual naming rights. You don't like the Derp Dome? <laughs> no. It's the Derp statue downtown. No, let's, this is a better conversation if the Jags ever get to, like, ten wins. <laughs> it's a tough one with the state of the franchise the way it is right now. Yeah. All right, let's talk about getting to three wins for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can that happen this week? We talk a little bit about the Raiders team because I was doing some research on the Raiders today, and they might be as puzzling as the Jaguars, believe it or not. I know that's hard to believe, but they might be. We'll be back, Brent and friends, on ESPN 690 Live from Spring Sports Brewery. Spring Sports Brewery in Springfield. Brent Morton along with Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz back in the studio. It's Brent and Friends on ESPN 690 on a beautiful Thursday, man. We got the garage doors open here. The patio doors open here. Looks like you got a nice sign behind you as well. You got the sign and it's getting crushed by the wind right now. I thought it was that person that just walked by. I thought he took a slide at us. (laughs) He might have punched you in the face. Unbelievable. Three punches is what we say. (laughs) That's what Casey's high school uh, teammates used to say as well. I got to get some Thanks, weights, guys. Like, I got to add that to the to the truckload. You are looking a bit scrawny. I agree. Maybe start pumping some iron. You grab some yeah, sandbags, you'd be all right. Yeah, I got to get the sandbags. 
So I say this, yeah, this how dumb I am, right? So we're at I the I like TV where this stuff. is going. <laughs> I, said, I said, so where do you, like, buy the sandbags? And they're like, well, you can just buy the pouches and fill them with sand. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it at all. I was like, so where do I go to get, like, the sand in the bags? Oh, yeah, I can just go to the local sandbox or the beach. <laughs> Go to the sandbags, the sandbag store. That's let's fine. circle. Let's circle back to the local sandbox. Has anybody seen one of those in a while? <laughs> I don't know. That flew right over know. my head when he yeah. said it. I was like, is sandbox. A, is there a local <laughs> sandbox? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's got to be some park you can steal sand from. Uh, nefarious. <laughs> Bread's out here just Probably causing mayhem. Um, or you just buy sand. You can buy sand from like Home Depot, right? Sure. Unconfirmed. All right. Just so anyway, I got a sandbox. It'll be fine. Because that thing, that thing gets, it doesn't take a big gust. Oh, it's like a wind sail. It is a little bit like a wind sail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to break it sooner or later. I got to get that. So that's How sad time. are you going to be when the sign, like, breaks? Well, considering I bought it. Well, no, you your face on it. No, yeah, you're be so, pretty damn sad. You're so proud of the uh-huh. sign. Like, I'm telling my friends I and like family about your sign. Like, I'm, I'm telling them how much like, you love the sign. The sign looks good. It does. Like, Look Ty that. and Kaylee probably are like, hey, Bren, we're here, too. Or, hey, Dad is what they're saying. We're here, too. And you're like, but I got the sign. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the sign sits we, in the front seat, <laughs> Ty and Kaylee. I like this stuff. I like that. Like, I needed a sign. Yeah. I've got the teardrop flag. I go all over the place. we got to say, hey, it's ESPN 690. You know? And so, look, now we got the sign. The sign says it all. You can know where to watch your show, our show. You even got a QR code. The QR if code you don't know what the hell important. the show is now, then it's on you. I'm going to keep track of how many people look at the sign as they walk by. I mean, everybody. These guys just looked at the sign. They like the sign. I can yeah. tell they like the sign. You need it. That's a return on investment right there. Thank you for the supporting Brent's sign. Aaron came up with the QR code. I thought this was like this big corporate thing we we're going to have to go through. Nope. Nope, it's just... Grab it from a website, boom, <laughs> literally QR code. And so, That's like, so here's fun. my favorite part of the QR code deal. Because I'm, I'm not a big QR code guy, but obviously we're getting there. there Look, I take a picture of the sign, and boom, it goes to YouTube. Yeah, man. That's how this thing works. That's how we do it. I love it. I get I get excited about the little things, guys. We're going on year four of ESPN 690. We're just trying to make it, and now we finally made a sign. <laughs> if you're sitting by the man in the navy blue sweater, please tell him you like his sign. <laughs> please. Yes, please do. Compliment us on the sign. Uh, I need that. I'm going to make another one, by the way. I already bought another one. Just haven't made it yet. Did you buy another? So you put in a future investment for a sign, and now you just got to design it, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to put on it. I was trying to rush this one through. Yeah. Thanks to the good folks at Fast Signs, by the way. They helped me out. Josh over there, he was great. Thank you, Uh, Josh. But I wanted to get it for Florida Georgia week last week. Uh, Had it out there. Looked pretty good, didn't it, it, Casey? Looks great. I thought your setup at that RV looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, see? Little things, people. I mean, we're working on Prince these buying signs without designs. His whole living room is just going to be signs. <laughs> he's like, this is our new home decor. He's like, I don't know now, what I want, but take this listen, money, and we'll talk about it later. Listen, we've been trying to grow the brand, right? Tell everybody about it. I have thought about this and said, screw you, HOA, come after me. <laughs> I've thought about putting a projection screen on the side of my house. The palatial Martineau estate. With, with something that looks like that, but I probably wouldn't put your face up, Casey. I wouldn't Unless you want Halloween all year round. I hear <laughs> kids as they walk by. Okay, settle down. But I uh, I wouldn't advertise on your own house because then people know you live there. I'm just saying. Well, what's the difference between that and, like, advertising on the truck? You got magnets for the truck. 
That's a good point. Well, you don't sleep in the truck. Your family doesn't live in the truck. I mean, Brent does sometimes. You know what I mean? I like, if you're going to advertise on a house, do somebody else's, so then when people don't like you, they egg their house. It's actually not a bad yeah. idea, Brent. Maybe you should go to the That's neighbor, maybe the, the hitting coach on the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's advertise on his house. Yeah, I mean, especially with the Yankee fans, he could seriously have some egg on his house. <laughs> Does anybody egg houses anymore? I saw the day after Halloween. No way. I swear to you, I saw in somebody's front yard an empty half, like half dozen egg crates. Really? Yes. Like, we're not encouraging this, by the way. I, I am. Just I am. Like, Folks, is that a egg thing? houses, yes. <laughs> is that a thing? Like, how about, like, I feel like I've seen more toilet papered houses mm. in recent years not than egg. Toilet houses. paper's hard to get and expensive. I don't know. I've yeah, never in my too. entire in the life, pandemic. <laughs> in the four years, well, at the beginning, you couldn't get toilet paper. In the, in, the, in the four decades I've been alive, four plus decades, I've never seen a toilet papered house. Really? Ever. Get out. No way. Now, when I was a kid on Halloween, the nice bad kids would throw eggs. The mean bad kids would freeze those eggs the night before and use those to throw. That's and if you were in a wow. school bus on Halloween, Why you were you? a huge target. Why were you on I a school bus? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know why? And this is the same thing you want to try it at my house. Go ahead. I got cameras everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like, going to stop them. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you. I'm going to see you. Yes. I'm going to find you. You're going to see you. Hey, windows. before you do that, you're on camera. You're being a total Karen <laughs> at your house, dog. <laughs> hey, but, but no, that, I guess that's the real reason, though, right? You probably don't see it as much anymore. He's got the ring doorbell that will tell on everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing, by the way, on Reddit. Now, one of, one of my favorite new subreddits are these ring doorbell videos. I see a lot of wackadoo stuff happening in these ring doorbell videos. Oh, yeah, you do. There was a guy a couple of weeks ago that was licking doorbells in some neighborhood. I got to find this story. That's just (laughs) horrible. What are you watching? Let's get that guy on. That was on the news. What sub-channel is this? (laughs) But could you imagine, like, you look at your video when you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, I got a notification from my ring doorbell. And it's somebody's tongue. And it's someone licking the door, some stranger licking your doorbell. Oh, I'd set it on fire. Yeah, that's a good point. Or at least put something nasty on it so next time you lick it, it wouldn't taste so good. So you're recommending poisoning the neighbors? Well, hey, if he's not, it's his fault for licking okay, the doorbell. Just confirmed. Yep. Hmm. Made his own bed. He did. He shouldn't have been we licking the Tennessee doorbells. fans coming out of the woodwork here. Look at that Tennessee shirt. Have you ever seen so many Tennessee shirts in Jacksonville? Mm. Please look, look at the sign, Tennessee look fans. <laughs> hey, do you like our sign? <laughs> <laughs> he's out not of control. Bad, right? I mean, it'll look better with the Tennessee logo, but other than that, it looks pretty good, right? Out of control. This is my favorite it. segment of the show we've ever he done. He checked it out. He liked it. What has happened? <laughs> you like that sign? <laughs> you uh, social media, you'll see our sign. It's like a Friday right now. Um, well, it's close. It's Thursday. <laughs> the case and is going to collapse. The Jazz are 2-6. and six. This is what we get. I uh, Talking about the game this week, I don't fully understand why the Raiders are 2-5. and five. Yeah, there's no real reason for it other than their head coach is not good enough to be a head coach. <laughs> yeah, come on. But nobody's saying that about Jacksonville being 2-6. and six. That's I'll true. Doug Peterson's like a terrible head coach. That's true. Well, they don't have some well, guy some who worked in New England him, for a while. So, I, I mean, it's weird. Like, Derek Carr's not playing great. Max Crosby has six sacks. Chandler Jones has, like, none. So that's the thing. Chandler, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones the, only has a half sack more than the three of us. He does. Half a sack. One half. Yes. It's horrible. Like, Waller's been hurt. Renfro's been hurt. So they've been in and out. Their offensive line combination has been like, I think they've had 11 different combinations, guys. 
So that makes some sense. But, again, they haven't been putrid on offense. They're running the football well with Josh Jacobs. Their defense, they get sacks, but they give up a lot of passing yards or a good amount of passing yards. But not, like, alarming. I looked their red zone. Red zone's not great, but it's, like, two notches ahead of Jacksonville. I was checking it's out. Twenty eighth in the league. It's like twenty or nineteenth in the league. I was checking out their reds, uh, their next gen stats yesterday. You remember when I pulled up that chart for Trevor about throwing oh, to yeah, different yeah. places on the field? I looked at it for Derek Carr because I was kind of curious because his numbers aren't terrible. Like he's on pace to throw for four thousand yards, twenty two touchdowns. MVP. No more interceptions than he's used to, but still. But on that passing chart, when you talk about throwing long down the middle of the field, he's got a really high uh, QBR, but. To the two sides, it's putrid. It's it's awful. Yeah, and so you can find your weak spots. Again, they're not playing on. It's not. I actually think the Jags have some better metrics than even the Raiders do, and that's what's puzzled us. And now we watch it closely. We watch it each day. You're like, why did Trevor make these five plays? Why did Trayvon Walker make these two plays? Why did Trey Herndon give up these two plays? Like, so they're there, and, and I'm assuming that's the case with the Raiders. I just haven't watched every game. Mm-hmm. And some of it might be, and Carr referred to this. Remember, we did this segment a couple weeks ago when he referred to the, the new style offense, the getting used to it, new group of people together, uh, lack of continuity. And we use that as an example. Well, I mean, we're seven games in now, right? So is it fair to ask, are the Raiders just kind of who they are, where they're not going to go put 30 up a game, most likely? They're not going to put 10 up a game. Like, that was an anomaly last week where they got shut out, I think. But they're also not like this high-flying, potent offense. They just have not been that, even with Jacobs running the ball. And I think that's maybe some of the problem. Like, who are you? We're, we keep asking. We're eight games in. Who are the Jets? Like, what's their identity? I don't know. Like, Doug, we think, is a passing guy. But right now their identity is the seventh overall rushing offense in the game. ETN's like the sixth most productive back in football. Well, shouldn't that be a, your identity? Defensively, they don't really have one. They can stop yeah. the run, but they also give up some stuff, and they're not getting enough turnovers for that to be the identity anymore. They were in the first few games. There's just, I think the lack of consistency has hurt in identifying the identity. Of the Jags. Well, yes. the Raiders, I think, I guess what I'm getting at are kind of similar. The Raiders, with Derek Carr getting $40 million a year, they want to throw the ball. Like, you want to throw the ball. you got Waller. you got Devontae Adams. you got Renfro. Well, guess what? Their best player is the guy in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and, so, and to be fair, uh, Waller's been hurt most of the season with a hamstring injury. I, I, I get it. Playing. But it, they we, are scoring it, slightly more than last year. It's not like it's been a disaster on offense for them. Yeah, but, they score. They just couldn't stop anybody. But to the point that Brent is making, like, you pick up Devonta Adams, you pick up Josh McDaniel, who's an offensive coach, and you take a step backwards in terms of your dominance. It is weird. Yeah, something's amiss. Like, the Jags, I don't really feel like there's something amiss. There's something broken. There's something wrong. It's no, they just make the bonehead. They can't make a winning play. Like, we've seen the losing plays. I guess you would maybe say that about the Raiders, but I feel like the Raiders are more something's amiss. Like, there's just something not clicking to make to maybe put them over the top. Yeah, to your guys' point, listen, they scored 19, 23, 22. 32. 20, I'm sorry, 32. 29, 38. 38 against the Texans, and then nothing. Yeah, donut. Yeah, nothing's weird. weird. But they, they score. They went from 38 to nothing. But they've also not had a game where they gave up less than 20 points. Yeah, they can't. They yeah, they can't stop a nosebleed. Yeah. And they've had Damn one, league. two, three, four, five games where they've given up 24 or more. Yes. 
Yeah, their, their depth chart is too good for that. And again, Max Crosby's having a nice year. Six sacks. Yeah. Chandler Jones is not doing what they brought him in to do. That's for sure. And I think, I was talking a little bit today to some folks down the building, I think the defense, I think their interior is not very good from the sound of it. Yeah. So, but they're also like, we've, we've, the Jags, like we've seen the Jags play multiple teams this year that are terrible against the run. The Giants, didn't they give up like 5.2 against the run? Well, that's not really the case. The Raiders aren't that bad. It's actually pretty decent against the run, like 4.3, I think. I don't know if that's decent, but it's not putrid. It's not 5.3. It's not 5.3. So, <laughs> like, Houston Texans were really bad against the run. That's not the Raiders. Like, they're not that bad. It's really their passing defense. Their back end is just not they good. No I, yeah, they have at no corners. Plays. Their explosive plays, I looked at, I was like, maybe they're just giving up these long bombs. And I couldn't find any metrics to support that either. They actually, they, they got Rocky Sin from uh, the, I think, yeah, the Colts, Colts, Colts yes, right? Yeah. That was he, the, it's who they traded Jan for. Yes, and, and he hasn't played well. Nah. And, and then they've got um, Anthony Everett on the other side. It's just been ab- abysmal. Rocky Sin, by the way, my friend had like a weird betting pool with Rocky Sin penalties. And when he was on the Colts, you could guarantee one PI every game. And it like hit all the time. We were like betting amongst our friends. It's it a good a prop thing. to do this year with the Broncos, by the way. Over under penalties. I may take that action with you in the commercial break. I'll take it. I'll take one penalty. I'll take over a, a PI penalty for Rocky Sin on Sunday. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do it. Half a half a penalty for Rocky Sin. It has to be PI or holding. Oh, either one. Oh, that's a good bet. By the way, the Jags have drawn a lot of holding penalties this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With their receivers, they really have. He'll get one. Trust me. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Brent and friends talk more about this. And, of course, we've got Jordan DeLugo coming up at 4. We'll talk about the Jags, the trade deadline, where the Raiders are. The Raiders stayed in Sarasota, so they hung out here on the East really? Coast after New Orleans. Yeah. The boys they are in Sarasota? Sarasota. I got to believe uh, they were practicing at IMG. Ah. That's why they stayed over there. Oh, maybe they were at the Casey Curse Memorial Palmetto High School. They could have been. <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> if the boys were at Palmetto High School? Holy cow. That's something to get a Memorial Stadium named after you, and you're still here. <laughs> we didn't think you were for a minute there, Brent. We thought they were going to change all the days. The year. Brent Martineau Memorial Stadium downtown where the Jaguars. Well, it's almost the Brent Martineau Memorial Show. We'll be back. What the show? I'll have a sign for it, though. That's for damn sure. We'll Check out his sign, people. Spring Sports Brewery, Brent Morton, along with Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz, Brent and Friends on ESPN 690. Jordan DeLugo will join us at 4. Ducky Betts at 4.30. And then we have football at 5 coming up, of course, in that 5 o'clock hour. How about a little baseball for a moment? Do you consider last night a no-hitter, Casey? Like, as no-hitters as we know it? Or does the combined no-hitter take something away? No. No, I think it's more impressive. And I'm glad you mentioned this, Brent. I have asked Casey to uh, play every out so we can listen to all of the Phillies lose again. Go ahead, Casey. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we don't have that. Oh, we don't have that oh, audio cue. Have to do that assignment. Yeah. Uh, so really, you think it's more impressive? I don't know yes. if I could agree with that. I mean, yes, it's more impressive. I get a text from uh, this is actually my mentor back in Rhode Island today, and um, he said this morning. That's what he said, and and there's some truth to it now, right? He said. To throw a no-hitter, you have to start the game in the first inning and still be standing at the end of the game. If you pitch six no-hit innings, that's great, but it's not a no-hitter. It's, in fact, three innings shy of a no-hitter. If you come in from the bullpen and pitch a hitless inning, that's great, but it's not a no-hitter. 
It is, in fact, eight innings shy of a no-hitter. If you and I and 25 of our closest friends go to New York City this weekend, <laughs> each run roughly a mile in the New York City Marathon, none of us can claim to have run the full marathon. You want to throw a no-hitter? Give me 27 outs without giving up a hit. You know what? I was in the it's school. A valid point. No, I was in the freezing cold. I was in the school of this no hitter is a valid no hitter, and then you read that quote, and I'm like, I think it turned me. That's a val. That is a really good way to put it. And by the way, I said, I said I'm stuck on the fact that I really want to be the guy volunteering for the point two portion of the marathon. <laughs> That's me. You're running four miles a day. What are you talking about? But it's a. That's not a decent point, Casey. It's a good point because you can throw six scoreless any time. That's not a no-hitter. It's more impressive that four dudes or five dudes, whatever it was, were on their tip of their top of their game to no-hit somebody for an inning. No, to me it says that the Phillies stink, not that the pitching was okay, so great. Can we talk to somebody else that doesn't like an NL? No, I'm just team. saying, no, no, no. Forget about the fact that the Phillies stink in real life and I hate their guts. I'm just saying if you pitch six innings... I used to think that was a no-hitter because it's impressive that you hold people without hits, but the quote is right. Whoever said the quote, I'm sorry I missed it, Brent, but if you got two or three guys going in there, they're all throwing no-hit innings. It says something about the batters you're facing, not necessarily about the no, pitchers. No, it doesn't. You're you could, well, there's three of us here. If one of us has a bad show, then it's off. Like, if you have one of your relievers have a bad day, it's not a no-hitter. you got to have four relievers or three, whatever it was last night, on at the top of their game in the World Series. Yes, it's a no-hitter. It's more impressive. I'm not saying it's not a no-hitter. It's no not hitter. more impressive. Yes, it is. It's it definitely is not, not more impressive. More impressive. Because in a way. No, it's not because you're seeing the same guy. Casey, you know this. You're better than this. You know baseball. You're seeing a guy for a fourth time. Who's also time exhausted, by the way. Yes. And, and you're running on fumes. Yes. These guys coming out of the pen are throwing 99,000 miles guessed. an hour yes. for 12 pitches. Yes. Like, that's totally different. And as a manager, you get to switch up the specialty pitches. You got a fastball specialist as your starter, and suddenly you're bringing in the curveball guy. It's different than seeing the fastballs again for the fourth time in the ninth inning. Not true. Listen, it's it's it's. There's a reason why perfect games have hardly been thrown, and no hitters are pretty rare. Complete it's hard to do. Guess what? You know what's not rare? Throwing a perfect inning of baseball. Throwing a no hit inning out of the bullpen in baseball. Tell him, Brett. It's not rare. It's happens not, like uh, 8 million times a year. Word, word. It's just, like, it's just get, a cold I'm take. Tell, I, don't know. I'm not, I don't think it's a cold take at all. I'm not saying it's not impressive, but I do think it's a good pitching performance that's not, like, you cannot put, like, this game should not go next to Don Larson's performance. Agree. Don like, Larson? You can't, it's. That's a no-hitter no. World Series. I know who Don Larson is, Brent. Don't facepalm. Oh, okay, good. I think, the, okay. I think the players are a little better now. So, Don Larson, okay, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those guys in the 40s and 50s sucked. The Joe DiMaggio's and Ted Williams. All and I'm other, saying yeah, those is guys I, weren't good. I didn't see a Kyle Schwarber in the 40s and 50s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? It's Unbelievable. Don Larson. Hey, Don, you're on the hill by yourself, pal. Sorry, Well, buddy. first of all, because it was a perfect game. But Love you, Don. it is pretty amazing that there have only been three no-hitters in postseason history. And only one real one because there's only one combined one. 
Yeah. I'd actually and be curious on the percentage. Like, out of all the games that have been played in postseason history, how many no-hitters versus all the games played in regular season history and how many no-hitters? I'd be curious to see what the percentage is between the two. I got to believe this percentage. Well, that's a good point, actually. I, as I'm saying that, maybe it's not. There are a lot more regular season games, and there are not a lot of no-hitters. There have been plenty now, but not a lot. One other thing is crazy, and I know you probably know this by now if you followed the game last night, but some of you might not have. Dusty Baker, on the winning side, he was on the losing side of the Doc Holliday one. He was the manager of the Reds. <laughs> so this has happened three times in the history of the sport, and Dusty Baker has been involved in two of them. Yeah, it's the perks of having an 85-year career. <laughs> true. I was going to say, is, is there the any Don in the lineup against yes. Don Larson <laughs> or in the eight. stands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Brent Friends on ESPN 690. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.